0: This is regarding three, six, no, sorry, sorry, it's not. <laughs> I'm in the swing of things. We are two guys in SharePoint, what well
1: you Three say? guys, three and, guys and a girl and SharePoint. in SharePoint.
2: Yeah. So she she the way it can. works, Daryl, is how's it internet? You've got wow. to get the exit right.
0: How's it internet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and welcome to two guys in SharePoint.
0: Oh, welcome to two guys in SharePoint. Welcome oh, uh, to two guys in SharePoint.
2: Then it comes to me and I say, the only SharePoint show at Ignite, because SharePoint is sexy again, where everything is not made up and there are no points. Welcome guests, welcome everyone. Welcome Daryl. Daryl <laughs> um, is a Kiwi, we don't like Kiwis. <laughs> well, I like Kiwis. No, on. we play rugby, so. Uh, I see. You you've got to steer. I'm so controlling, I'm controlling.
0: Are you controlling? Oh, you're
2: controlling, all right. Okay. Normally, normally my um, co-host, because they've moved Skype to Teams, there's a problem with native Skype dialing in. So, I apologize for the Odd Modlin, the Roderick Modlin, not being on the show, they would have dialed them in, but um, apparently Skype no longer works. <laughs> so you need to move everything to teams <laughs> if you're having problems. Okay, because Skype is a new team. So a couple of introductions. My name is not Daryl Webster. I'm Alistair Pugin, and I'm a co-host on Two Guys in SharePoint. And to my left.
1: Hi, I'm Trevor Hullabuck. I'm the CEO at uh, Metalogix. And to my right.
3: Hello, I'm Heather Newman. I'm CMO and co founder of Content Panda. And
0: that
2: guy over
3: there?
0: Daryl is a Service Webster. I am adoption and change management specialist for um, Office 365, <laughs> covering various things. I'm kind of okay. everywhere. Are you struggling? I am. Are you sure? I ran a lot today, dude. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. So, Driva, a little bit about yourself. Um. Uh, yeah, so uh, I've been in the industry for about 15 years. I've actually been working with uh, SharePoint and more recently Office 365. Um, really going all the way back to the SharePoint portal server 2001 days. Um, Originally starting more on the consulting services side, uh, doing a lot of project-based work around SharePoint, and then eventually moving over to the product side and really building third-party ISV solutions for SharePoint and-
2: Do you actually write code?
1: I I am a developer and architect by trade, (laughs) despite the CEO tagline, so do do (laughs) not let that confuse you.
2: All right. <laughs> a little bit about you. Uh,
3: sure. Um, I've been in the Microsoft SharePoint ecosystem for about 17 years, from Tahoe to today. I was on the original wow. SharePoint marketing team. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I had the pleasure of starting the SharePoint conference. That was my baby for about three (coughs) years, uh, along with Jeff Teeper and Nancy McSherry-Johnson. I work a lot in women in technology and women in SharePoint. I was just at the lunch with Damon John, which was amazing and super fun. So ladies, if you're out there, please come. There's lunches every day. And uh, we're in the Destination Lounge in Hall C. Um, So I've been, yeah, I was a theater major. So I made the leap to technology uh, after college. And uh, I was, Global SVP of Avpoint for a while. I worked for Knowledge Lake, um, and now I run my own software business and have a market marketing consultancy. So, okay, yeah. do you want to know who you are?
0: Darryl? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Yeah, All so right. I'm based in New Zealand. So I work for a change management and adoption company, uh, working with Office 365 and various Microsoft technologies. Um, I've I've had a colorful past. I call myself <laughs> the Forrest Gump of the IT industry. Um, so Forrest like kind of bumbled into different experiences, and, and so did I, and that's how I got here. Much yes. like how I did ab- eventually arrive on you this panel.
2: <laughs> you have a <laughs> s- segment, so you I need do. to click the button.
0: Right, yes. Okay. Push the Alright. button.
2: So normally we go into our show flow, which my partner Rod Modlin is not here, so you have to drive this, Tell you can be quite good at this. So we usually go into a section called in the news.
0: That's right. Uh, in the news.
3: In the news. <laughs> you do it too, Trevor. So we want
1: to hear it. Yeah. I, d- I don't have uh, as okay, good of so an accent <laughs> everyone went in to Jeff the d- news. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so everyone went to Jeff Keeper's session this morning. But yes, no. Yeah. SharePoint is cool again. All the office service versions are coming. We always know it was
1: cool. It's just cool for everybody else again.
2: Well, people have been talking about, <laughs> we want to move to the cloud for get on-premise. And uh, to coin the phrase of a uh, friend of mine, Warren Mox, cloud is not a journey, it's an end state. And that's pretty much where you're going with technology currently. Yeah. So we know that SharePoint Server 2019 is coming. All the other office bits are coming around that. And then there was talk about the uh, new sites.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, there are a couple of uh, additional templates. So we had the communications template, which everyone was like, "Oh, it's gorgeous! It means I don't have to hire any marketing people to create stuff hey. for me." <laughs> well, it's a start. Got to start somewhere. But you know, if you want extra stuff, of course, you you still involve them. But the point is that there are some other templates that are coming, and now, what were those templates, Al?
2: We're not going to talk about right now. Oh, okay. Everyone can Google, so we're not going to take steel find it. Bing. Bing. <coughs> Cortana <laughs> talks to Alexa, so it is okay. <laughs> we'll be able to ask Alexa to ask Cortana a question, and then it will be Bing, so that's natural. Awesome. Right. There's also some other stuff. Uh, superpowers for web parts. We've seen that used quite a few times. Skype no longer exists. Long live Skype, and everything is Teams. The reason why everyone is here, um, besides the fact that we have Heather on the show.
3: Thank
0: you. Sorry, get it up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so we had to talk about the impact of teams on information management and content management practices. So who's used teams? Hey, all right. Hey, in the back. What's yeah. up? All right. So. <laughs> You know how to create a team, I don't know if you have powers (laughs) to create a team, but generally when you create a team, nobody in the admin center knows where it is, kind of, because they don't know where the content's stored, they know that it creates a team site in a group, but it's very sort of what I like to call information methane with content black holes.
0: Mm. And
2: that's why we're having this conversation. Because Teams is what, Daryl, nine, ten months old?
0: Yeah, it was uh, re- released to preview in November. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so not long. quite some time.
2: So, we really want to talk about the f- current and the past because you've still got content in a whole bunch of SharePoint spaces. Let's call it spaces. We're not going to call it sites anymore because subsites is not a word we can use anymore. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 You need a clicker, don't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a clicker, you need to. Okay, a You're I'll the clicker, Yeah. just wink. You, g- you need to <laughs> lean in with the arm and carry <laughs> Okay. On. So we're going to look at the impact of teams on information management, and I think that's very important. How teams is going to affect the way you plan your SharePoint environments. On-premises, yeah, not well, on-premise, we've got to say, s- as well as in Office 365. We also want to talk about what you have available to you to manage this better, I mean, we've got contextual help, and we've got Mr. C uh, here <laughs> to talk to us about <laughs> how to manage all of these things. Okay, next slide, Daryl. <laughs> that works. There we go. <laughs> okay. So do you want to ask this question, Don?
0: Panel. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says. No. That's, all, that's all of us. In th- case that's here. right. So, so <laughs> panel, because there's a lot of us now. Uh, one, two, it's now two guys in SharePoint because I'm over here asking the questions. Right. <laughs> and oh, and okay. Has Teams impacted the organization that you work for? Metalogix and content, camp, content, content Panda.
3: Do you wanna go first? <laughs> uh, I'd love to go first. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's no question about it. So, um, you know, if you look at our organization, we're broken up into what you'd expect of a software company. And, you know, when you think about the effectiveness of collaboration and communication using some of the older tools, uh, email obviously is still the old standby um but it sort of becomes noise especially in an organization like us with a lot of things going on um you know we've tried sharepoint with reasonable success i think but you know at the end of the day our our users are lazy often so teams is kind of an interesting paradigm because uh, i think conversational based collaboration is just sort of familiar for everybody Mm -hmm. it's just the way that people talk uh, people work together and it's interesting to see the impact. We've rolled it out uh, internally to support our, our sales organization and our marketing organization. Uh, we use it heavily within our support and product development organization as well. Um, and I think it's had a tremendous impact so far. I would say our adoption is is pretty immature. Um, you know, We're looking at ways to continue to bring other information into the teams. Mm. Uh, we certainly leverage Power BI quite heavily. Uh, Actually, I actually have a background in BI, so it's something that's uh,
3: <laughs> near and dear <laughs>
1: near and dear to <laughs> my heart. Uh, it actually drives me nuts uh, sometimes how uh, unorganized information is within a lot of organizations. So, just marrying teams with Power BI initially is w- pretty much what we've done, uh, and we're looking at ways to incorporate things like Flow, things like uh, Power Apps, uh, integration uh, with data streams from other applications like Salesforce.com. Mm. Uh, so. We're just getting started and it's definitely already had an impact just on really transparency. As a CEO, that's kind of a big focus point for me employees tend to get suspicious when you're not transparent with information. So it's really been the conduit that we, we keep the entire organization up to date a- and really just sharing information and ideas.
2: And your stuff? Yeah. are you impacted by teams? Uh, are you impacted
3: by Teams? I think that's the yeah, first question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are, using it for marketing, we're using it for a pricing discussion that we're having. Um, we have, you know, our, our business is smaller than Metalogix, but we definitely, I, I I finally said to my two business partners, we I was getting messages in Facebook message, I'm getting things on WhatsApp, I'm getting things on, you know, <laughs> Signal. I'm like, could we talk in one place, right? And Teams has been really helpful for that with us. We still use the, the Skype for desktop, the native, which I love, and please don't take that away from me ever. But um, we use that. I'll be in trouble. I know, I know, I'm <laughs> gonna be sad at some point, but um, we definitely use a lot for that. Um, I, I love it because I can be at something like this, and I see something or a link or something interesting, and I can take that and just immediately pop it in. Get my phone open, pop it in, and say, "Hey guys, make sure you're checking this out." You know, for especially for product development and all the announcements that have come out, mm. I feel it's really, really powerful that way. Um, and also, I see it from a client perspective because I do tech marketing for you know small businesses, yeah. and I work with a lot of folks who aren't ready maybe for enterprise software. So I've seen them cobble together, you know that the S word, the competitor, um, Slack. And um, I'm gonna say ah. it, so no but somebody seriously, but somebody had somebody to, because well, um,
0: we might have thought of another S <laughs> word. So well,
2: ah thank you for from Atlassian, right? Yeah, maybe. They've, they've launched a, s- uh, yeah. a Slack competitor yeah. called Strike.
3: But it's super Frankenstein-y. So it's like you've got mm. Slack and I'm using Google Google Docs and I'm using this and I'm using that. And it's it's just, it's a pain, you know, trying to m- keep that all together. Um, and there's really important conversations going on, especially, you know, about product and com- competitors and stuff. And so I've been trying to kind of get them to think about moving over mm. um, as, a, as a different solution. But um, i Teams is great and I, I we use it all the time internally. Alright.
2: Next slide, All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <It's like laughs>
2: <laughs> So are you seeing a lot of exposure from your customers? I mean, we know that for the last 10 months, Microsoft, when Teams is the new interface, mm-hmm. use Teams. So everyone's been told, like they used to, we'll talk about Yammer now, um, drink the Teams Kool-Aid around, okay, start using Teams. And mm. customers would generally either flip a switch and say, Teams is on or Teams is off. And when you switch Teams on, people don't know what to do. But Microsoft is saying, File shares in OneDrive, that's the official term, um, which is not right, but we'll go with that for now. (laughs) And also (laughs) uh, Teams. So Teams is your interface because there's a bunch of millennials and everyone likes working with apps. So it's a big thing. Swipe right and we don't like an app. Give you an app and you can chat. Everyone sits, like you said, on WhatsApp. So we are faced with sort of a departure point right now where for the last 20 odd years we've been telling everyone grab your content, stick it in there, give it a name, give it some metadata, tell it that this is what a picture of a lemon looks like so that people can find it. And it's stored hierarchically in your organization, whereas with Teams, there is no hierarchy.
0: What so kind of is? Oh, on folders. <coughs> <coughs> we don't
2: talk about yeah. folders. Sorry, okay. But there <laughs> is no hierarchy. So, <laughs> o- How do you feel about how that...
3: Is, is there a bird? <laughs>
2: Are you you seeing that your your customers are changing the way they they actually work with information?
1: Um, Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, I think uh, some of the adoption is still relatively immature, and I think the scary part is a lot of organizations just turned it on. Mm. Uh, So what we see just based on sort of historically (laughs) the types of solutions that we bring to the market, uh, we see a lot of interest in things like governance, you know how do I manage teams? How do I manage the life cycle of a team? How do I manage all of the stuff that really gets provisioned when you create a team underneath the covers? Uh, so we, we see it more in context of, the, of, of you know, the management aspects of teams, not necessarily, hey, are teams a way to replace some of these legacy systems or processes we have in place? Um, so yeah, I mean, we'd, we're definitely seeing a lot of those questions come in and, and I think the scary part right now is it's sort of wild west again where they've yeah. turned these things on and it, it it even an organization our size we have about three hundred and eighty employees, and teams are already starting to go a little crazy there's duplicate teams there's you know it's starting to become confusion about where should I collaborate and share information so it's
0: familiar ground though isn't it a- yeah. absolutely <laughs>
1: absolutely so if you look at it in a much larger organization than Metalogix, uh this is it's going to become a, a pretty uh, prolific problem very quickly.
3: Right.
2: So you seeing, uh, you do contextual help, right? Mm-hmm. With content ContentPad and all of those. Yep. Things. Are you seeing an impact? Because Microsoft does not have a three year life cycle. They've actually got a three week life cycle. Yeah. And every three weeks you get something new. So mm-hmm. you go write a plural site course and by the end of the three weeks you have to rewrite it because it's changed. Right. With contextual help experience and the user experience from right. a customer perspective, are you seeing that impact the way Content Panda builds contextual hub for organizations now with teams?
3: Yeah, absolutely. We partner with a great partner out of the UK called um, Combined Knowledge, and uh, Steve Smith and their team, and they're, you know, just like a lot of the others, staying up on it, right, and we're refreshing content uh, almost daily, uh, monthly, and then, you know, depending on, because uh, we serve on-premises as well. So, um, I feel like with, with any of this, it's all about that word adoption, and I think that most people don't do the, the due diligence that they need to do when you need to adopt a piece of software. So I talk about this a lot. I do a lot of SharePoint Saturdays and I have an end user adoption talk that I do. And I base it on the fact that I did sort of the first end user adoption campaign ever inside of Microsoft. And it was for Jeff and that team. And he, we were dogfooding my sites. Dog fooding, you know, eat your own dog food. Make sure it's good before you send it out, right? I like champagneing better, but that's just me. But anyway, um, haha, I lived in Sonoma County for a bit. So, um, but anyway, I think it's really important to put together some sort of adoption campaign, even for something like Teams, because you, you throw something upon people, right, and then it just goes crazy if you don't put some parameters or some guidance or things like that around it. So. With, with Content Panda, for example, we actually use Content Panda as a way to help somebody do end user adoption with help and training right there. So it's at their fingertips. And if they're going from one version to another, if they've used the lovely Metalogics programs to migrate, we go in before and we go in after, and the Panda's the same. So for us, building content, refreshing it, yes, it's an issue. Um, but if something changes in Office 365, SharePoint Online for us, What's great is that you don't get a uh, uh, you know, big error. A panda just doesn't show up and somebody says, Hey, where's my panda? We fix it. So
2: So coming back to you, Trevor, I know there's discussions around. Do you wanna lead this, Daryl? I know you haven't been talking for a while. So. No,
1: I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He, he's trembling a little is he bit. Tremble? I no, feel
2: no, like
0: no, you want to get in the I'm, conversation. I'm, I'm, yeah, I am filling in for someone here.
2: We, we're going to add another slide that says Daryl, and then Daryl. No, I'm go. fine with that, yes. <laughs> oh. yeah. so, so we know that Metalogix is a move, manage, protect organization, and I suppose Teams is going to impact the manage and protect slide.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it already has, right? Okay. So again, we. we As we work with our customers, we see a lot of those early sort of requests, that aha moment of, oh, I think I'm creating a problem here, what can we do to address it? Uh, We see that just in the way that people move to begin with, right? And I think Office 365 as a whole is having impact where uh, you know, three or four years ago in the SharePoint on-premises world, when you move to the next version, you generally wanted to do that as fast as possible. Um, Today, it's more of a journey that's taking time. So if you think about just SharePoint by itself, you know, customers are moving over a period of time. Uh, They're also now reevaluating ways that they can take what were really SharePoint sites, and a lot of ways just basic document repositories and moving that into Teams and creating something that's more contextual around that content. So we see that in the migration straight away. Uh, On the managed side, um, yeah, I think there's gonna be a a tremendous amount of um, really challenges that exist around how customers manage that data. I mean if you think about, I mean we we talk about this balance of user sort of freedom and and control, right? So if we sort of open the floodgates and embrace teams, it has this level of freedom for users to sort of collaborate the way they want to, but then you have sort of all these security and, and compliance requirements. If you're in a regulated industry, that creates all types of problems. I mean you think about a financial services organization that has to consider what the client record is and now a conversation between you and I within a team, even within the chat that then gets stored in my exchange folder, my archive for our our Skype communication, Um, being able to manage all that, uh, what to do with it after that sort of the team has reached its useful life, it's the end of its life cycle, how do I disposition these things? I mean, these are all sort of uh, challenges that I think are hitting everybody in the face very quickly um, as they sort of roll teams out and see, hey, this is very useful, but there's something we're going to have to do to ultimately manage manage the environment.
2: Uh, are you seeing the middle of next year with the GDPR coming into play? It's is yeah. that a big thing? Absolutely,
1: okay. absolutely. And it's interesting because it's it's not at initial glance you think it's just a, a issue that affects European organizations. Yeah. It it really yeah. affects anybody that does business in Europe, yeah. uh, and absolutely, the GDPR legislation is is something that's going to have a major impact and a lot of organizations right now are getting in front of that and, and leveraging technologies um, to be able to govern and, and secure and lock down that content as well.
2: So you work in the greater SharePoint space. I mean, we talked about mm-hmm. Content Panda. We know that yep. you do a lot of marketing campaigns and you used to run the best SharePoint uh, conferences. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. On I the planet so. and then yeah. it disappeared. Hopefully it comes back next year to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we won't talk too much about that. Okay. But How are you experiencing outside the content uh, panda Mm -hmm. space? What what is the impact of your traditional understanding of information management versus Mm -hmm. where Teams is going with information management? Because now it's chat based. Mm -hmm. It's not, okay, I'll put information in a document or.
3: Yeah, I think um, I'm on the board of AIM as well. So I I hear a lot about um, uh, that and the, the old ECM term and we were talking about that a little bit earlier. And so I think, yeah, there's a difference definitely in, you know, the buzzwords are digital transformation, you know, right now, right? Right? Okay. Yeah, so (laughs) I feel like we hear that one over and over again right now, and it is digital transformation in a way, right? We went from, you know, like scanning things and paper and all of that stuff. Although if you really look at a lot of customers, there's still still happens. (laughs) There's still people like I've been in New York City and been in some old offices and I'm like, wow, that's where you keep all your stuff and it's file cabinets, you know, so um, I feel like something like Teams Definitely, I I think it kind of bridges um, generational as well because you're right, you have millennials who are like so used to dealing with apps and having conversations about things and then you've got people who've got you know the traditional um, enterprise software collaboration and I think teams may be the thing that could actually bridge those things and get everybody working in one place which i think is really exciting because people are used to facebook right we're used to commenting we're used to liking we're used to dealing with our personal information in that way so why not take that and really start using it in a business way that's like yammer though yeah sure Are we Mm -hmm. sure i don't
1: i still think there's a gap though right i mean if you think about teams it's really sort of uh water cooler unstructured type collaboration i mean when Mm -hmm. you think about traditional ecm Organizations spent millions of dollars to automate one process. Yep, you um, betcha. And if you think about some of these organizations, they were the core sort of process mm-hmm. that ran the entire business, right. you know, a claims management system for an insurance sure. provider. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily see that coming into something like Teams yet. I think, mm-hmm. I think the tools are there, the yeah. parts are there. Right. Uh, but I also think organizations are going to have to look at how they s- sort of automate those processes. I think it's th- and th- it, it could be connective tissue, right? Yeah. I yeah. think
3: more—it's a bridge. It's not the solution by any standpoint, but I think there's a bridge there that's kind of nice. I think the bridge is kind of halfway done, and I think there needs to be the connections that go <laughs> in. You know what I mean? That go into it. I think. Let's so just I hope it connects in yeah. the middle at the <laughs> <There's right laughs> spot. You don't have to jump. The <laughs> shark. Didn't they do that
1: in France and England, <laughs> like the tunnel had. Oh, the that, <laughs>
2: they did it in, in South right. Africa as yeah. well. They ran out of money building <laughs> <laughs> <rolling laughs> a bridge. It's still, it's still like that in Cape <laughs> Town. Same thing. So, coming back to what we were saying about teams, and three years from now. I know you've got a, a decent product roadmap, you've got some cool products coming out as well. Um, three years from now, with Teams and the proliferation of Teams, I mean, it's like a mushroom. We've seen that with uh, MySight as well. Yeah, yeah. Without yeah. any quotas, everyone puts a PST in the MySight, and back then, storage was a problem. I mean, that's what we had, right? Yeah. Um, where do you see this? Uh, are you aligning yourselves with where Microsoft is going with the product like Teams? Because you manage everything else.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, so, part of it is, is that balance of taking what comes out of the box, and, and extending it to create a better management experience and that's something that we're already working on we uh, announced the availability of a platform that we've developed called Contently. Yeah. Um, so it's very much focused on uh, it has some migration in it naturally we do a lot of <laughs> migration <laughs> uh, but it's more those are more building blocks for uh, as you manage content you need to sort of move it or consolidate it into uh, a the appropriate location uh, we're working on things like metadata enrichment, uh, identification and, and classification of content, which I think Teams really doesn't necessarily address that mm-hmm. right now. Um, you know, the metadata support, even though it's a SharePoint site behind the scenes, isn't really there quite yet. Although I don't know that we want it to be there because then I it's perceived as a barrier. I think
0: that's
2: Well, excuse I apologize that okay. you on AIM you're an AIM. What is it that you're
3: on? I'm
2: a board member. A board member of AIM. For so <laughs> well those oh. who don't know who AIM is, <laughs> what is it? The, uh, the Association of I- Image? Mm-hmm. What is it? Yeah, image keep going information Image oh. manage uh,
3: information, Management. Information yeah. Image
2: Management. So back in 84 when Kodak said <laughs> was a scanner.
3: It's <laughs> 70 years old, literally, yeah, yeah. organization. Wow. So Which so is that pretty that badass, that if that you think. Tablets
1: and stone tablets. Yeah, and maybe. I carry them. <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> but, but
2: AIM was created to manage content. Mm. Physical pieces of paper. And they're still the governing body. They speak in separate conversations to Gartner and it gets fed in there. So mm. a couple of months, th- when was it? Do you remember when that article came out? Amy and Gartner wrote an article together. Mm-hmm. No, that's the Polymon one, it's a different one. But it might have been referenced in that, I think. Where uh, there's a magic quadrant and it says, ECM is dead, long live content services. So no longer do we worry about what we're gonna end up with when it's gonna be a search bar and you find content that way. And we started talking about that at the beginning of the year because your interface is going to be Teams and you branch out to other things. Like with OneDrive, you can actually scan, you can take a picture, it will scan, it will OCR. We can still do that with OneDrive. And there are OneDrive enhancements mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was released, mm-hmm. um, yep. I think it was yes. this morning, around yep. scanning mm-hmm. paper because it's still real. Scan your expense plan. It will OCR the page, it will despeckle, D shade <laughs> and it will... Um, <laughs> I come from a paperback. But they've
0: learned a lot from uh, yeah. Office Lens and OneNote. In sense, so so do,
2: you, do you agree, disagree with the fact that AIM is now saying and Gartner's following suit because that's what they do, and saying that enterprise content management is not a thing anymore. It's all about content services because we don't know where they're storing it, but we need to give them access to finding it after they've stored it somewhere.
3: I think it's moved with the way people work and you have to listen to, the way actually listen to customers. How about that? You know, and how people actually do things. So I think that, I think they're taking a step in the right direction by, I think ECM kind of, and I worked on ECM at Microsoft, like with Ryan Duguid before he went to Nintex and stuff. And so lived in that world for a long time doing events. But I feel like um, it, it just, we need to broaden that terminology, you know what I mean? Just because it's it's broader now. It's not just paper, right? Yeah. So I think yeah, content services. Sure, I, I think it's an interesting term. I like it better than the transformation stuff. But um, I feel like with AIM, I think reaching a broader audience than just the like large vendors also in the space. You know, really being able to put out those industry watches. Um, that I love, that I, you know, being a member and all of that, being able to, you know, talk about SharePoint in a way where maybe you're a a business that isn't Gartner level or Forrester level, but with AIM, you can actually get that kind of information and use it, so. Is that a shameless plug? Yeah. Yeah. Mm Of course. (laughs) Just just a thought around (laughs) that, too. I mean, the
0: information (laughs) seems to be anchored more in the group that you're working in, the team that you're working in. So there's this place where you go to, and it it still can be a little confusing in terms of, right, we need to go to a folder, um, but... Really, if we were to form a group here to to, to do a project, that's where I go to. I have that conversation, and that's where I find the content. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're building it from the ground up again Mm -hmm. um, and not quite dealing with the the extra
1: metadata side of things.
2: Are you seeing an impact around that?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm not necessarily in love with the term content services, but I think it's a start. It it better encompasses sort of the industry today. Um, You know, there's still a lot of there's still a lot of that sort of assembly line, content driven business process that's out there. I mean, take any organization, especially say a retail organization that processes invoices from vendors. You know, they're doing that with paper still today. They're scanning and capturing and kicking off workflows. Mm-hmm. That sort of exists. I think the problem with ECM is it didn't sort of encompass all of the other sort of business processes that maybe were a little bit more ad hoc, uh, that involved sort of um, just random, not random, but ad hoc collaboration with mm. between individuals and around content. Um, you know, those other processes were always very rigid and siloed, and there's all this other stuff that happens in an organization where there's tooling and solutions that should be available that facilitate that level of collaboration.
3: I think ECM, for whatever reason, that term was just, I don't know if it was sexier or what, but like, you know, when you talk about other business processes, it's like people talk about ECM all the time and but then you know what's the other stuff you know I, I you know what i mean like it just it popped up and it and people latched onto it i think in a way i don't yeah, know yeah there I shouldn't be mind. a
1: rigid process to right. create a proposal for a customer like yeah. that's very collaborative and iterative yeah. not something that's step one step two step three so right. I, I think you're spot on i mean there's all, again there's all this other activity that happens with an organization um, where there's content and there's process it's probably not as formal as we can get on a whiteboard and draw some blocks and triangles to describe it, but it happens every day. Mm -hmm. There needs to be tooling to support that. I think Teams is a fantastic it's far better than that. having instructions. Far better.
0: Move document to this folder. When it's done, change the yeah. name to
1: version four. Or yeah. move it to a location and get prompted with 20 metadata yeah. fields that are required and somebody goes, ah, that sucks. I'm going to put it in yeah. box. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been using um, planner as well, and I've been doing some sessions, speaking sessions on that. And that I think that's really a great place to look at a campaign maybe around building some sort of you know adoption so you could actually put yeah. the campaign in there and and create that there and mm. use that piece of technology as well. So
2: So closing thoughts, Uh, Daryl, let's start with you. (laughs) Uh, Teams in the workspace.
0: Definitely, yep. Why? I think think it's because, um, firstly, I'm thinking of the user at this stage. I'm thinking of um, that simple experience of being able to just get together as a group and go to teams, create a team, and get on with working. Your te- all your tools are there, and you don't really have to shift from that application. So it's really dealing with uh, the end-user experience at that stage and making it simpler. And you know, much that we'd like to get that kind of structure in there for um, content management. Um, it's good that they're addressing that first.
2: But it's another app, though. Everyone's going to say that. But it's another app. I have it's another an app, app
0: that brings the
3: apps together. The That's how I see point. it.
0: Mm-hmm. All
2: right, your yeah. on
3: one. Um, I like. The concept of it—it's very similar to a lot of the things that we've used in the past. I'm, and I like that um, th- it's—you can do the uh, external, right? It's and now available. Yeah. So so guest that's, access. that's yeah. guest access. That to yeah. me is wicked because you just—we always have people you want to talk to a partner or a vendor or whatever. Your mom, I don't know, but like you know, <laughs> to be able to bring that in—and that was such a hard thing with SharePoint for such a long time, oh, right. you know. So that's something that I'm really excited about.
2: So, just on the guest action side, yeah. contain your excitement. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a couple of caveats that you need to have in order oh to okay. get. And also, it doesn't work on iOS yet or Android. All right, coming, uh, uh, coming soon. Coming soon, yeah, Glad we, we
3: addressed
1: it though. We're testing so something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. coming, coming in mobile apps yeah. soon. Coming yeah. in
3: mobile apps soon.
2: Your take on Teams?
1: Yeah, I, I have to agree. I mean, it's sort of that app that brings all the other apps together. It's right. the one killer app. Yeah, I mean, if you mm-hmm. think about even back in SharePoint, I mean, you, you sort of had to know where to go. There was never, yeah. you know, we tried to build directories, we tried to do all this thing, but mm-hmm. if you didn't really know where the information was, I can go to a team, it's very contextual, it's organized, hopefully, pretty well, <laughs> and I think it's it's sort of that integration port. I can pull in Power BI, I can pull in data from third-party systems, I can have uh, in interaction with somebody that's natural—it's a conversation. So, yes, mm-hmm. 100 no. percent, yes.
3: Maybe Teams is like the highlander of Office 365. <laughs> that <There laughs> should uh, be only one. I, I
1: don't talk like to. So, but it would <laughs> have to kill other apps, though. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, is it doing? Oh, we <laughs> don't to that. No, I know. Yeah, as long as it
2: kills Slack, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. See, there we go. All right. <laughs> so, I think that's it from from us. Do you have any questions? Yes. No. Have you been listening?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Do you have a question?
3: No. no. I just are are we just we just giggling it at us. That's nice. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't see you any questions are. on That's the Periscope good. either, but, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: All right, so uh, wrapping this up, we've got five minutes, right? Five, yeah, so we'll, we'll give you back five minutes. Everyone says that on Skype. Well, so I have so right a question
0: <laughs> for Heather. So, um, oh, uh, sorry, Daryl. Sorry, Wait, yeah. Me, you didn't. There, yes. Oh, oh <laughs> beep. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> around, around Content Panda. Yes. So do you have plans to try and get contextual assistance and help Within that environment, as yeah, teams,
3: we do. We're we're looking into it. Um, we right now. What's interesting about our customers that um, I've been seeing, and somebody, uh, Tom Rising, asked me about this yesterday. Uh, what's the deal between uh, the modern framework and classic, right? And mm-hmm. so, honestly, I'm seeing a lot of our bigger customers, especially some, some big large customers. A lot of them have been staying in classic and they're not moving to modern yet. Um, And so I think that's something that is a big deal. Um, For us, uh, our contextualized help is in SharePoint online Mm. all the way down to 2010. Um, and then what we're doing is we're addressing the sort of different ways people learn um, by using the different pieces of the product that we use with combined knowledge. Mm. So we use their support plus product and, and content for that. So more of a larger like, learning management system, an LMS that mm. you can get to. And then they also have a training plus that um, goes into the ribbon then on the sidebar as well. So we're doing a, a purposefully a bunch of different ways. so contextually yes, mm. in the ribbon as well in the sidebar. Um, I'd love to see us have more Office 365 content in context. And panda that's something bot. we're working No, bots. I know, I know, PandaBot. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> showed me a PandaBot. I was like, what is that? But panda yeah, bot. I know. Panda I was yeah. talking to somebody about that too. So definitely a PandaBot. Integrated into Alexa. You and know, and we Alexa we we and We've make it this far and not talk
1: about bots. So yeah. I know, no, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. so,
2: so what do you think is next for Teams? Now you can talk about bots,
1: (laughs) 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 you know, uh, bots are interesting. I haven't run into one yet that's that I can't live without, but I think it's a really interesting starting point uh, in terms of what's possible. So, you know, I I look at the operations of my own organization and see areas where, man, if we had a bot that could answer the same question that somebody's asked 50 times over, it would be fantastic. Uh, There's some interesting things, I think, happening out on the floor. Uh, the, the the guys at H3 Solutions, I don't know if you know, Joe Harris mm. and Mick yeah. Harris, they've announced something called BusyBot that integrates teams <coughs> with Flow, which is really oh, cool. I oh. oh, wow. think it has a lot of potential, something worth checking out. But mm. yeah, I think, I think one, st- again, when you start looking at some of these ECM problems and you look at them in a different light in terms of what's available within teams and how you can solve those problems, oh. I think bots play a, a critical role. Yeah. Um, you know the examples you see around uh, customer service where you know the the individual interacts with a bot initially and opens a ticket and then actually integrates an actual human being at mm. some point. I mean, mm. I think the possibilities are yeah. limitless. Uh, we I think we're just getting started, but it's it's going to be pretty exciting to see. Yeah.
2: Yeah. absolutely. Are, are you going to wrap up for us, Daryl?
1: Oh, I could do. Yeah. So you, you
2: do it quite well, though. We've done it on regarding three six five. You can now do it on two guys and chip.
0: All right, but it's okay. So it is three guys, a lovely female, <laughs> and, and, and Daryl. Sharepoint. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it was great talking with, with you both. Um, thank yeah. you for, uh, for joining us. Absolutely. And, um, we should grab a coffee sometime and talk a little more about Teams and what you're all doing with that. That would be great. Absolutely. So yeah. you
2: can grab us at Two Guys SharePoint on Twitter. I am at Alistair Their stuff is somewhere else, and we don't care about Daryl. <laughs> um, we are on your, it, your, uh, your, your podcast um, app of choice iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can actually ask Alexa to play Two Guys on SharePoint, and we'll be there when we're doing video we actually go across to act regarding 365 and we periscope through that and this will be on demand for a small fee in YouTube um, and thank you very much for sticking around thank you everybody
3: thank thank you. You. Yeah. thanks guys <laughs>